Hi, my name is Adi. And I'm Irfan. And we're all together. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Rambling into Science, you guys. Where we make sense of the world. So you don't have so to. So you don't have to. Oh wow, you sound so loud. Alright, anyway. So guys, um, like this is the second episode of Season 2. And like we told you in the... Um, you know the episode prior that we're not going to come up with a title or a theme to this episode um, and then make a podcast out of it instead we're going to just you know chill we're going to talk about whatever and then we'll come up with everything afterwards so that's going to be the new system of how we do things yeah yeah I'm feeling pretty good today Irfan how's your how's your week been Oh, my week has been very weird. Um, How so? I've been, you know, looking at uni applications and doing all that stuff. You know, my friends are already in school um, and all that. And then I'm slowly just reading books. Um, My mum has been trying to get me to read literature. So I'm reading Pride and Prejudice right now. And it's alright. It's alright, I guess. Uh, That's good to read. I mean, you can't go wrong with reading. And, like, also, I'm kind of... Look, like, this week has been interesting because I'm looking back on um, how I view things. And, you know, the different aspects to it and how I approach it. Like, you know, for example, love and romanticizing something. Or judging certain things such as, you know... Since, you know, our we just got a new Prime Minister, so I've been taking a outlook and, you know, do I have anything that I enjoy or do I agree with from his policies and then other things that I am against. So I had to look at that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all that. So yeah, this, it's been quite an eye-opening week for me. How about you? Yeah, I've just been re-examining how I view life. In general as well because like my friend uh, recently went to the UK for to further his studies right undergraduate uh, no he's doing his foundation at cats and I find it surreal that I won't be able to see him physically for the next three years um, actually next couple of years you only do your foundation for a year so, you know, yeah, no, he's doing his foundation in someone in Greater Rosa. So he's going to do his degree straight, but it's still not confirmed, yeah. but it's a, it's a high chance. Yeah. High, very, very high chance. Very high chance. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I find that quite surreal that like people are moving on with their lives and I'm yet to start any form of university. <laughs> um, yeah, me too, honestly. Like been how many months since um it's been like five five months five months around it's gonna be exactly five months in three days for you it's been five months and a bit for me yeah so yeah i mean technically it wasn't really five months how so because like as i've stated before i've for the last week i mostly just you know just 
messed around, just like, you know. Yeah, you it. had fun, mate. <laughs> you were watching the Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> oh, God. But it's kind of surreal to... Yeah, like you yeah, said. I mean, you recently d- did your IELTS, right? Like, a couple of weeks ago? Dude, I only had... I legit... Um, so, the thing is with IELTS... <laughs> so, if, if whoever doesn't know what IELTS is, IELTS is pretty much, like... It's this test you take usually to go overseas. So, you know, if I have the plan to go overseas, I have it done. My mum's like, why don't you do your IELTS? So, if anything, you know, you don't have to rush and do your IELTS and all that because, you know, the the, the centres, British Council and IDP, their centres just opened up. And it was uh, it was closed for a while. So, she's like, get it done. So, I spent six days of rigorous studying and learning when usually it will take you six months to like a year to study IELTS it took me six days and, and my boy passed with flying colors <laughs> let's go I, I, I'm like my dad told me he got like a 7.5 uh, the, the the highest band is nine and he got a 7.5 and he told me he didn't really study for it but I studied a lot for it and I meant I don't know how I'm so happy I got like an 8.5 and I was like oh that's it's near to nine. It's pretty okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, I'm very, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for it. Yeah, that's that's surreal, honestly, to to manage to get that kind of grade. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> don't be sad. Why don't you do IELTS? Take six days like I did. Because I'm not built like a vet, man. You're not built like that. It's just... I'm trying to... Okay, so I feel I've run into, like, a very big problem, right? I've been trying to, like, study on my own time. But, like, since for the entirety of high school, upper secondary, I learned accounting and economics in BM, Malay. Oh, no. So now I basically have to relearn everything from scratch because they're essentially new terms to me. Like, what does this even mean to me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to take economics in the future. Like, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say it's like. I understand like most of it. It's just that sometimes I get brain farts and I feel like. The acronyms don't like sound as good when it's in English compared to when it's in Malay. Because you're used to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, okay. I didn't know in form two, but uh, who who was your math teacher? Uh, my math teacher was Chegu uh, Aziza. Chegu Aziza in form two. So my form two teacher was like Chegu Nick, and then I was like Chegu Farida. But when oh, I had... form two. Yeah, form two, form two. Oh, sorry, sir. Oh yeah, so like he would teach you in English, right? So uh, you would, yes. so like if you learn pi, it's pi r squared. So Chigunik would say pi j squared, j as jajari, and I remember taking that until form three, and then like Chigun PE was like, nah, I can help you with that. It's pi r squared. Just remember r. And I'm like, okay, just click, because when you're so used to one concept, it becomes very you know. Like I get natural. the initiative behind wanting to teach kids in BM, right? But like, is is that worth, uh, is that worth handicapping students who are starting university life? I disagree. I think you 
should have disagree the... in what I didn't. No, I, no, because you're I like didn't make a point. You did. You literally <laughs> just said like, um, if you can make sure like it's not good to handicap them. It should be better in English. I think what they should have done is they should have given you the option like a DLP. So you know how like in science you can do it in yeah, English no. normally. I think you should have done the same yeah. thing for other subjects too. Yeah, I feel like any other subject aside from BM should have had the option to uh, be in DLP. I would say not sejarah. Maybe sejarah. I would say, yeah, sejarah. Maybe sejarah. And agama, sejarah. maybe. I think agama could be in English. Agama is a universal yeah, thing, no, right? It could be it's better. It's not restricted to no, no, because no, it's right? no, it's because the textbooks are in Jawi. Yeah. So no, I think that's also course, quite important, uh, you know. Because there's no English Jawi. Yeah, because there's no English Jawi. So, like, I would say Agama maybe. But, like, if you don't, it's not that bad, I would say. I, 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 yeah, I would say, yeah. Risking our country's identity. How dare you, your friend? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> You're the one who said it was a universal subject. Or a universal concept. Whatever you want to call it. <sighs> yeah no it's it's really hard because as i've said trying to relearn concepts and making new acronyms it doesn't stick as well when i learned it because when your brain takes root in something you're obviously going to know it the way you've learned it first right so for example uh I learned batik before I learned papaya, so whenever I, I cannot connect papaya to meaning the batik, you know. Oh, you learned batik before papaya. Yeah. I didn't know what batik was until high school. <laughs> because I I was a kampung boy when raised, born and raised. <laughs> you know, a funny story is that when I was getting trouble with one of my prefects, because like I I had a fight with like a friend of mine. I won't mention his name, you know, to for privacy. But I remember, like, um, we were, we were fighting because, like, we were playing badminton, and then he was just like, "Ko hayun ta." So I didn't know what the meaning of hayun is. So for those of you who don't know what hayun is, hayun is swing. I had no idea what that was. I was like, "What's hayun?" And he's just like, "How the hell did you get an A for UPSR for your BM?" And I'm like, "I also don't know." I was like, "Oh, swing. Okay, I see." It remains a mystery till this day. Hey. You, I, I beat all of you in both English and BM. You, you guys can't say shit to me. I'm actually proud of that. It's like the foreigner beats everyone, not everyone, but beats his closest friends. You're trying to, you're trying to say that that as though it's an achievement, <laughs> so being better at me than in the BM is an achievement. Not you specifically, but like some other, some other people. Yeah. Oh god. Do you have any like funny stories to tell? Like specifically okay, I'm gonna just draw a word from my hat that I have right here. <laughs> do you have any stories about hmm do you have any story about love? Any any funny stories regarding love? Love. Yes. Mm. What was the stupidest thing you have done for love? Oh yeah. Um, in one of my first relationships, mm-hmm. um, I think I said I love you on like the first day. <laughs> my God. 
I was so dumb. No, no, no. You have to understand. You, <laughs> you need to be. <laughs> Relationships are are built on trust, and. <laughs> oh, are you are you are you shitting on me? And are and foundations, on? and foundations. Oh. The foundations of trust are built on being truthful to one another. So I commend you for that, good sir. <laughs> I was like. Fifteen was it? Fourteen. Like, I I already, I think I already said this in like my podcast episode where like I fifteen year old ever found was stupid. Like I've already said it, so everyone knows. To be fair, if anyone, if anyone doesn't want to punch their fifteen year old self in the face, are you you really have not matured as a person? Here's like my life story. I was a brat until I was 13. I was less oh, of a until brat. You're, until you were 13, huh? No, no, listen, listen. I was less of a brat when I was 14, but still a brat. Then in 15, I, uh, at 15, I was... Uh, Regressed. No, I was <laughs> a depressed mess. And then when I was 16, I kind of toned down and I just decided to be quiet and do my own thing. And then when I'm 17, I kind of got more mature. And then now I'm better than before but i shit you not i hate basically 16 year old me and like before that i hate 17 year old me was okay 18 year old me is it's okay it's not good it's just okay okay i, I i'm not gonna say i'm the best i'm like eh, it's, it's better so than that's before the, that's the that's the craziest thing you've done for love is that, that it um no <laughs> That's not the craziest thing in the world. Oh, okay. I thought we were built on trust. So okay, what's our fine. relationship here? All right, fine, fine. Um, craziest thing I've done for love. Uh, I lied and saw them when I told my friends I was going somewhere else. Mm. <laughs> That's it. I guess. This is scandalous. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> That's probably the worst thing, like, I guess. I mean... Any burning qu- any burning questions you have to ask me? Oh, yeah. Like, how's your love, go- love life going, my guy? Fucking spectacular. <laughs> I heard you wanted to watch Black Panther with one of your crushes one time, huh? Uh, mayhaps. 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 <laughs> okay, here's the thing about me, right? Call me whatever the whatever you want, right? I have never been in a relationship my entire eighteen years mm. of life. No I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think Okay, so like I think... maybe it's cause maybe it's cause I was immature or maybe it was cause I was being bullied as a child. Cause you know how like your friends are, right? You don't? Yeah, I no, guess. No, you no, right. I when, guess. when, when, like these fucking seven-year-olds are like ganging up on you, saying like, "Ooh, you like search and search." Like, oh yeah. Of course you're gonna say. Of course you're gonna say no. Not even uh-huh. if you do. Girls are gross. Bro, gro- gro- gross. Because <laughs> I okay, those little shits, right? Those little shits before, they're like. 
Because like, you just talk to them once and like, oh, you have a crush on them, you're, 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 you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you've got any, your little seven-year-old fragile ego is just like, fuck no, I'm, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's actually true. Um, So like, yeah. I've, uh, countless times, like, maybe it's because I was just oblivious, but like, countless times people who have, I, who I have been shipped with actually like, develop like Stockholm syndrome type crushes on me because they were like it's like it's like <laughs> like people manifesting a, a a crush into reality like I was just, I was just a dumbass kid wanting to go play Halo after house practice that's that's all I wanted to fucking do <laughs> um I've always liked for some reason like I like it was true you know the feeling you know there are a lot of boys out there there are a lot of kids out there that go like girls. you like boys no no, hmm. no, no. <laughs> there was a lot of kids out there they were like oh girls are gross like when they were kids and then like when they grow older they you know they feel more attracted to them I think I've always been like because the thing is um oh Casanova over here no I again. grew I grew up where like <laughs> love guru Irfan um, I would say, like, in my, when I was, like, first in, like, nursery and, like, preschool, I had, like, boyfriends and I had girlfriends, like, e- an equal amount. And then when I yeah, went, yeah. and then when I went to, like, primary school, early primary, I, like, shitted on all the girls just to protect my ego. <laughs> so, like, when I yeah, was... Yeah, no, because, like, cause, like, that kind of, like, social pressure to, like, not develop feelings, even though it's a very natural thing to have... Oh, it's so insane. Yeah. It's so insane. You that, know, like, I had um hundreds yeah. hundreds of hundreds of fucking 10-year-olds are all breathing on your neck to be like, "Oh, why why are why why aren't you why aren't you dating Sarah or whatever the fuck?" Oh, is 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 a good, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Interesting name. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I, I yeah, I agree to that. Okay. Um, I remember like in preschool. Here's a fun story for you. My first crush. Um, uh, you know, I'll just say her name because it's like she's in England. Doesn't really matter. So her name's Poppy. Um, uh-huh. we were really close as kids. Like I had a really close child friend called Craig, and me and him are still in contact. Like we still you know talk. Uh, there was this other girl called Poppy, and I remember like she had a friend, who I will also say her name because why not was uh, Molly, I think. And then we I remember, like, this is a vivid memory. It was basically, like, we were arguing who gets to sit next to Poppy. And then immediately, like, Poppy's like, nah, you go away, like, for now. And then I'll just pick Molly. And then I remember after that day, I swore, like, I, I, I like, waged war on all girls. I was like, nah, you have defied my heart and some shit like that. And, no, because, yeah. like, okay, the thing with me, right, I had proportionately way more like girl space friends compared to boy space friends, right? Not because I liked girls at the time. You because I was eight. It's just because I was just interested in the same things they were interested in, right? Because like like the Wings Club. I mean, occasionally, yeah, but like Fair point. mostly it's like doing to like literature and stuff ah really kid series like literature it's, it's, it's not like i'm not reading like the communist manifesto when i'm like seven dude all right i've been i was reading harry potter and that's Lord not of the literature Rings and stuff. that's not literature oh fi- fiction doesn't count as literature Oof, shut up 
All right, literature nobody is cares. a more rich version no. of like the English nobody language. cares. What are you gatekeeping for? Okay. No, Shakespeare isn't gonna come down here and <laughs> and immediately start sucking you off. All right. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking of Arthur Conan Doyle, but okay. Arthur Conan Doyle <laughs> named Sherlock's cat something that I will never say, but <laughs> n- no. <laughs> Okay, uh, I agree to that. Yeah. No, because like, like I said, I, schooled, I was in school in a different... Sorry, oops. I was in school in a different country. And all girls were interested in at the time was Justin Bieber. Was you. <laughs> no, it was Justin Bieber and One Direction. Hey, hey, hey. Don't, don't you disrespect early Justin Bieber. Early. I was a big fan. <laughs> of who? Justin Bieber? Yeah, I went to watch Never Say Never... On opening on the opening opening night because my arm broke and I couldn't go to school anyways. Okay, I hated Justin Bieber and One Direction just for the sole purpose of girls couldn't shut the hell up about them. In- okay, because you 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 remember those all like annual no books? no I feel like I feel like um at a certain point uh people at like my my primary school even like all all the girls started to hate Justin Bieber so. It, it became like this, like deep dark secret that I had to bring myself <laughs> to the grave. It was like I just enjoyed his music because I thought it was catchy. You know, it's pop songs, man. Yeah. It's supposed to be catchy. Yeah. For me, it was like I hated like Justin Bieber and like, all that, and then like my cousin really liked Taylor Swift at the time, and I hated Taylor Swift until like twenty sixteen. And then I liked all three of these bands. <laughs> I like, I like, I like, um, I started to like Taylor Swift more. Yeah, it's called maturing. Yeah, it's called maturing. <laughs> I appreciated One Direction a lot more. And then I was like, Justin Bieber actually has good songs. I was like, nah, like, all three of them were like, okay, I respect them all now. It took some okay, time, though. This, um, I'm about to be, I'm going to speak in terms of people who are like, It's unbelievable how a public school can be like this public, but and yet still private. You know, is it your school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, so like, I think like over time, more and more people were open to the concept of like different types of music because you know we were growing up, and by the time I was in standard six, uh, I had a prom of sorts, not. Not traditional, like, homecoming or something like that. Just like a a small concert for, you know, end of year after UPSR. It's a huge exam. We all worked our our butts off. And I feel like a lot of us connected through music, connected through dance, connected through art. And I will forever appreciate those, like, last couple months of 2015. Being one of like some of my sweetest memories ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I just want to talk about how I oh. had a prom and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Um, oh, that burns because like because um, you know since I you know I've um, in like the late. Pri- it, in late to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> you have been to much more prestigious shit than no scholar. No, Scholar and, uh, but still, okay. Dance, alright. I was kind of jealous because, like, um, okay, I didn't, um, 
in my late primary schools in Malaysia, because I only entered that, uh, I only entered um, you know, school here during my late primary years, and then high school. Um, you know, I did all the normal stuff like a normal school would get, except for the fact that I was in a boarding school. But like when I connected with my old friends from England, they were off going to prom, and I'm there like, damn, you guys got to do your GCSEs when you're 16. I had to do my SPM when I was 18. And not only okay. that, you guys got prom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Something I feel like uh, needs to be addressed, right? I don't... As much as like I like american lifestyles i never want to become an american like i like the uh, concept of like bringing a date over like oh doing the big promposal shit i like the concept of that but i would never <laughs> ever want to be like an american like actually an american um i guess so because like because i okay why why i mean just like living conditions in general, you know. What about the living conditions? Be more specific. Can you, like, healthcare specifically? I guess that's like a very big concern. Cause like, oh yeah, it's not. I true. I recently went to surg. I went under for surgery for my nose, and I would have no idea how to pay for that if it were not for insurance. The insurance and for you know the diagnosis from the Krajan Clinic because I'll forever yeah. be thankful for that it's, it's actually really expensive um, in America even a, an ambulance call can cost you yeah that's that's crazy uh, it's insane that's... saying that I hope <laughs> I hope that after I'm done with my diploma that I can uh hopefully apply for a scholarship and then uh, get to go overseas someplace. England. No, no, no. I, I suggest Australia. Okay, for everyone listening, right? I have a... I, I have, like, such a loving connection with Australia. Even though I've been, like, only twice. But it's great. It's, twice? It's what? so good. It's twice? It's so good. I've lived in England for 10 years and I would still choose Australia. It's It's affordable. The, com- the people there are nice. It's great. Um, great wildlife. Yeah, there's like poisonous spiders. But besides that, like, it's such a great place. The food is good. It's easy- If you're a Muslim, it's easy to find halal food. Um, and I think... It's premier destination for halal Muslim immigrants. It's great. It's so good. It's And the people there are so nice. The only thing that's scary is probably the customs. Because they're quite strict. But besides that, they're great. Have you ever been to Perth? Perth is amazing. It's a bit pricey. Melbourne is very good. I would love to go to Melbourne or Adelaide. I would love to move to Melbourne. Yeah. Not Sydney. Sydney is basically KL two point and it's just Sydney damn is like a like a it's like the piss sponge of Australia. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that. That's too oh, far. No, that's too I far. Mean, no, I that's mean, too far. I mean, let's be honest. The only the only notable thing about Sydney is the Opera House. And the bridge. Okay, George. Um, George, if you're listening, do I have to? George, if you're listening, Sydney's not that bad. It's just that I don't like it as much. Okay, I'm just gonna say that. Sydney is terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's terrible, but I just prefer Melbourne better. It's just my personal I, preference. The street life is gross. 
I think the street is alive, technically. I don't know, <laughs> we have to check, probably. The minimum wage, though, of, like, it's like $18, isn't it? 18 Australian dollars. Or was like 15. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And to go, like, to, to survive, that's pretty good. To get a job. I mean, yeah. I would, Just for day to day. Yeah, I, I would like that. Honestly. Um, I say I say all this about I say all this about Australia, but then I end up going to the US anyways, right? Then don't go <laughs> to the US. You shouldn't take an Ausmat then. Uh, or Canada's great. I do finance. Okay, then honestly, America is quite. Just honestly, the place to go if it's finance. Yeah, Goldman Sachs. I will find. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Let's start another sovereign wealth fund, guys. So who's gonna, are you going to be the next know. Jolo? Do you ever have problems of feeling worthy? Worthy? Yeah. Um. Uh. It, context? No, like, just in general, you feel like... Not like in the happy, like, oh, what did I do to deserve all this? No, generally, like, <laughs> what did I do to deserve all this? <laughs> That's how you said it. It's like, um, you know, like, the connotation where, like, sorry, you know, like, the phrase, anything is possible... Like used to have a positive connotation to it. Like anything is possible. Now it's just like anything. Hey, is hey. Possible. I mean, like it. We're 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 going strong, all right. I mean, like today has. We're we're going down for once in cases, which is good. Are we? Yeah. Are we? First, first day. Yeah, first day. Seventeen thousand. Are we? Still a lot, but are we? seriously. I'm. I know. You know. <laughs> My uh, my my friend was just like, "Whoa, does this mean we get to watch No Way Home now?" I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> get your priorities straight. <laughs> this is Disney Plus that shit. Then. Oh yeah, speaking of which, I I don't like Disney Plus. I'm sorry. No one, no one asked you to like Disney Plus. It's not that. It's just like it's made so many things exclusive, and it's kind of a bit annoying. I don't know. For example, I think that um, okay, I think they should have like a Disney like adult channel sort of things or something that not an adult channel. Okay, you have Disney Channel for kids, but then Disney you... R-rated. No, no, but like a more where is adultish Deadpool version. Go to? Like in a, a more adultish version where's... of a Disney Channel on yeah, like where... local networks. So then you no, have the opportunity like... for people to watch it instead of buying. Okay, a so screen. where does wait? Where does Deadpool's R-rated. Yeah, where does it where does it stream then? Wouldn't it be on Disney Plus? No, because then how would it, how would it be supported? Huh? How would it be supported on Disney Plus if it's isn't it all just PG thirteen content on Disney Plus? I don't know. I don't use yeah. Disney Plus. How am I so supposed to How know? can you call? How can you call, comment? Like, oh, I don't like Disney Plus. I don't like how you've made. They've made stuff exclusive to Disney, like to oh, like viewers. That's just the way. That's just the way it is. You want to push people to make more money. You give them exclusive shit that only you can provide them. I know. Much I like, like the American healthcare system. So I agree. Uh, you're fine. Disney Plus is bullshit. <laughs> Like, if people want to say, what what about Netflix? Do you feel the same way about Netflix? I do. I, I honestly do. It's just no, that streaming I have services Netflix. have been inadequate ever since, like, everybody decides 
their shit is good enough to be on their own, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because, like, sure, you have, like, true, like, bangers of series and, like, exclusive movies and stuff, like Stranger Things on Netflix. You got The Mandalorian on, on Disney+. Plus. But, like, the the biggest draw to Netflix is that you didn't have to subscribe to Astro to watch all these movies and TV shows anymore. But now, since it's all being spread out and stuff, it's obviously getting... has way less value as time goes on. But I will say, though, Ted Lasso is probably one of the funniest shows I've seen what? What show? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Is probably one of probably one of the funniest shows I've seen in recent memory. Oh. Apple TV Plus. I mean, I'll make sure to watch that. Speaking of like shows, you know what I did yesterday. Um, oh what? Okay, so in twenty eighteen, I watched like the Kissing Booth because I just wanted to see what this show mm. is about. And okay, honestly, I would say that it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't a good movie either. It was like a low four out of ten. It was. It was. It was okay. And then I decided yeah. to watch the the entire trilogy yesterday. Like I watched the last two, and then I just realized one thing: it's it's not about the kissing booth anymore. That's number one. It's legit no. not about the kissing booth anymore. No, you don't. You don't. You don't get it. It's the but the philosophy of having a kissing no, booth. No, it's like, it's like this all started <laughs> with the kissing booth, and I'm like, no, it didn't. It started with your. Why parents. did you subject yourself to watch? No, because the okay, kissing booth. Because I, because a Let lot of my friends said it's two of its sequels. <laughs> okay, a lot of my friends, not not a lot, but some of my friends said it's really good, and then some of my friends say it's bad. Like you have such, you have so much other good series to like. I watch. know, but I wanted to like shit on it myself. So I watched it just to shit on it. And I was like, when I was watching, I was like, what the hell am I watching? Well, that's a shitty way to consume <laughs> media. <laughs> next and is... You, um, you, could be, like, you could be watching... I don't know. Uh, next is to all the boys I loved before. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, started, I tried to watch like, Bo Burnham's Inside. Yeah, Bo Burnham is really good. The issue was I watched it with my mum. Nice. And then, like, yeah. and then my dad yeah, was I about bet, to I bet, come I bet, home. And then my mom was like, I bet, turn it off. <laughs> I bet he, I bet she enjoyed the sexting part. No, no, no. It was like, she wasn't paying attention because she was watching, like, um, um, Downton Abbey on her, on her phone, on Netflix on her phone. So I, I got the TV and I was just watching the, and then, and then the sexting part came out and she just saw a lot of, like, um, eggplants on Burbonin's face through the screen. And she's like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> And I'm there like, um, this is comedy. This is my generation of comedy. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> no, because like she, she like I, I said, um, what we find humorous, I like sometimes share it with is my existen- mom. Is it's very existential. Yeah, I show it to like... my mom, and she's like, "What the hell? Are you, what is this? This isn't appropriate for you." And I'm like, "I'm not five. And she's like. No, because like she'll always be the person that you know. If you watch a movie and there's a kissing scene, she'll either cover your eyes or she'll glare at you to close your eyes or look somewhere else. And she still does that. And the thing is, like, I'm eighteen. Like, I'm not saying I know better, but like, I should, you know, learn. You're, you're. You forget one key factor. You're fun. What? You're eighteen and you're Asian. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Asian. I forgot. The rules don't apply. So I was like, ah, okay. 
sure. Like, sometimes, okay, I've been making TikToks for fun. And, like, sometimes she looks at them and she goes, what are these TikToks? And for me, I think I find them pretty funny. My friends find them funny. Like, okay, I'm not a guy who cares about likes or if you enjoy my content or not. I just do it for fun. But, like, what I find humorous is probably what our generation find uh, finds humorous. And my mom's there like, oh, this isn't funny. This isn't appropriate for you. I'm like, it, it, it's fine. You're just the one being paranoid about it. But that's just my opinion. And I think my dad says the same thing. I think it's just because our generations have different views to what we believe is, you know, um, humorous or not. Like, my dad finds a certain thing funny, and my mom finds certain, certain things funny. But maybe I don't find those funny. So I think it's just subjective, honestly. But still kind of hurts when they go like, what What the hell is this? And I'm like, this is humor. I mean, humor. at some point, you're just going to have to realize, yeah, they're not... They're not going to get it sometimes, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> that sexting one, though, like, when when I saw the word sexting, I was like, oh, no, no, my mom's going to kill me. <laughs> She's behind me. Uh, did, did she see FaceTiming with my mom? Oh, she went to the kitchen for that one. And I that was really cute. I like that. It was like, move your nose, move, move your thumb, move your thumb away from the camera. I was like, that was cute. <laughs> Uh, I didn't finish that's it. That's the deepest conversation I've ever had. <laughs> I haven't finished it yet, though. Uh, you should. I'm it's like halfway. Oh, I, I like really the one like... where the, uh, the mom's like, um, where he goes, "Mom, don't call dad over," and he's like, "Hi, dad. <laughs> What's up? Don't, don't." <laughs> okay. I watched. Um, have you ever heard of a film called Before Sunrise? No. Uh, it's about. This guy named Jesse, who's on a train to Vienna, and on that train he meets Celine. Celine is just heading back to Paris, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, oh, they start talking to each other. They start getting interested in each other, and then, uh, they okay. So this is like a pivotal moment. The crux of the whole film is that Jesse asks Celine to spend the night with him by walking around Vienna and just talking to in a way the way he convinces him convinces her is very like it's very cute and very existential at the same time because you're like oh yeah but what if I'm you don't have any regrets right when you were married and like there's no spark in your marriage anymore which is like (laughs) pretty funny and like uh, there is. You don't want to think back and think, oh, what if, right? So. So he convinces her to cheat on him. No, not cheat. Not okay. Like cheat on They're her both husband. not okay. Okay, you should watch the film, right? Okay, spoilers for spoilers for. Don't, don't give like I don't mind. You can you can tell me before the spo- sunrise. You know you can tell me the spoilers, but don't tell. I'm talking. Audience. I'm talking to the audience. Right? No, no, don't tell. That's that's mean. Like I like spoilers, but they might not like it. Yeah, so I'm putting a spoiler warning. <laughs> okay. Uh, just skip this part okay. by a few seconds if you don't want to listen to this. I will put a timestamp. There's no timestamp on time Spotify. Stamp. <laughs> no, just skip. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Just don't listen to the rest of the podcast if you don't, if you don't want to hear me talk about Gush Over before sunrise. Okay. So, after Jesse convinces Celine to 
uh, walk around Vienna with with her, with him. They just talk about life and like being in general, and that uh, that film alone turned like one hundred eighty. 180 degree turn my perception of love you know because mm-hmm. it made me truly understand that oh you can connect with people okay these aren't just uh binary digits that are floating around in our like most point is where you can have experiences that are worth living because those experiences will turn into memories and those memories you will cherish for a goddamn lifetime which i which made me re-examine my life, because then, oh yeah, what did I do? But then, at the same time, the film's also talking about, like, you shouldn't really focus on what you didn't do, you should focus on what you did do with the time that you did have. That kind of reminds me of, like, the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. How about how they... Like, yeah, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of similar, in that it's a romance where they're trying to connect... But I'll, I'll check it man, out. Man, if if I I so want to go to a record store and go into a listening booth with a person I met that day, just like feel the vibes, you know. Oh yeah, I should. That's actually a pretty good thing to do. Like even for a friend, like you just go with your friend to you know a record store and just, or even you like if you want to go on a date, you can do that as well. That's yeah, pretty cool. I I have okay. Have you ever like fallen in love, like truly fallen in love? Would you say? Because <laughs> I don't think I have. Okay. Um, for me, smitten. I think uh, yes, but like, love, like unconditionally, like. I will do whatever it is for them. I don't think I have that yet, but I really want it uh, now. I have that. Um. I currently have that now, and and I I'm happy for you. But the issue is when you want to talk about true love. When you're in that moment, and when you're in that kind of you know yeah, it's kind of hard to bubble. like you without you believe that it without is. like without without retrospect. You do and like, just memories in general, right? You don't know what's the good old days until you've passed them by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. Like you can't determine something is true love, unless you know you've made like, it work until maybe you're married. I, that kind of thing. Because I, I don't believe in like the general way of like how our generation like falls in love. You know, you fall in love too fast. I would say. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that every time someone like meets somebody on Instagram and then they say like, I like you because I don't know I think you're kind of cute. I don't think that's a bad thing inherently. But to me, that's just not my thing. Um, I would say it, it's. it's I want to approach people like, just like in a coffee shop or something, and just like ask them about their day. I wonder but who's the real. I want to do right now. I want to do that, but at the same time, I don't want to risk looking like a creep. <laughs> um. No, I think what you can do is that, like, okay. I think the best relationships, they usually stem from you guys being friends first, before yeah, you jump I, into that. I feel, I feel that, I feel that. Um. So, like, 
but like at the same time i just want to like have find this this random spark that comes out of nowhere to like you know light up my life Aww. as cheesy no, no, as no, no, cheesy no, no, no. as that may sound okay you always say that i'm the hopeless romantic who's the real hopeless say... romantic right now i just went on a, like a spiel about how before sunrise i made a 180 degree change and how i view okay romantic relationships right uh yeah, yeah i think one thing that's also like kind of changed my perspective on love is me watching a lot of like love t- uh tv shows or love movies and all that yeah, media of, like, romance yeah, and all that and like the more i look at it the more i i realize that wow relationships require a lot of work like um i'll give you the biggest example when i watched um to all the boys with my cousin because she really wanted to no, of course, yeah, of course. Any relationship was, needs maintenance to maintain. Yeah, but like, it was like you can. It was so. Fake. I mean, like, of course, of course, you can. Of course, you can be like not talk to them for like a couple of weeks on end and still be like pretty good friends, right? Yeah, but like, of course, that you still need to talk at some point to maintain that kind of relationship. I like to try and talk to them every day not like every minute of their lives but you kind of designate a certain time where you guys just with, come together to talk about your day yeah no because like yeah. with with covid and stuff right now it's really hard to like get out there literally and figuratively <laughs> uh yeah i would say so unless you don't mind dating from discord <laughs> I, yeah i'm not i'm not about that like because I, I don't want to date on campus. I just want to get, like, focused on school for, like, two years. Like, you know, create memories with friends or something. But, like, honestly, mostly I just want to just focus on getting through with that section of school. So then when I do my degree, I can explore, like explore who it means to be me because at at this point in life i don't feel like i truly know who am i because i lately i've been devoid of like original thoughts like basically you're trying to find yourself you're trying to find your identity what you are what you like and all that is that the whole thing yeah yeah i, I agree i'm but the only thing i would say is that you don't need to i mean you can still get a relationship no because i feel like but because i it's not yeah i know it's not necessary i understand you yeah yeah, it's not i i I understand you but i still don't i cannot put my time and energy because i want to get like pretty good grades to get a scholarship so i cannot i can't do that to someone uh, to be honest i i will put my grades first and foremost so i can't i don't think i would it would have the heart to do that to someone you know, especially, like, at, like, the transitioning period from being a, a teen- teenager to adulthood, you know? Um, okay, that also depends on the person that you are Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's just, that's just, like, my personal philosophy with it. So you like, would rather put I'm sure as a priority when you're stable? Yeah, because I'm sure many 
people are resilient to that type of thing, right? They can, their relationships can withstand like a couple of storms, right? Whatever. But like, I wouldn't feel right doing that type of thing. Hmm. You know, like saying like, okay, I need to focus on this and this. Uh, we, I think we need to take a break for a while or something like. I I could not bring myself to do that. Um, I I think that's true, but it. I would say yeah. Yeah, I know. Again, again, I no, understand. No, 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 no. It's not. Yeah, I, know, out, I understand. Out. That's not like the one hundred percent. Like that's what's gonna happen. No, I don't think that's one hundred percent gonna happen. Bro, hear me out. Hear me out. Um. Okay, I've had relationships before where they want you to become their priority. Like you know, you should always text me first thing in the morning. Blah blah blah. Because uh, like that's the kind yeah. of relationships I find to be quite toxic. Like okay, how I go about it is basically like I said before, you uh, they should not be a priority and you shouldn't be theirs. You go about your entire day norm as normal, and then ha- find maybe an hour to two hours to just talk or just to spend time, at most. Or you can even go more if you want, but yeah. you have to know how to manage it first. Cause like there's so much I want to do, but I'm afraid I can't do once I. It's not afraid. It's not that I'm afraid of commitment, right? It's just that I'm afraid that because I'm too focused on commitment that I would have to give up on like dreams I want to have. You know. Yeah. The issue is with that. You have to understand that the person like a true like as you want to call it true love a, a true partner in that sense would either encourage you to do what you want or would be doing it with you because it's also what they want to do as well you shouldn't be in a relationship that holds you back that's all i can say yeah 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 yeah, yeah i agree so that means you have to look back on how you view that kind of commitment because like i said it is a lot of work but it's also very hard to find the right partner yeah mm. pretty much cuz like like i have dreams and stuff you know like, <laughs> i'm not going to get i have a dream i'm not going to i'm not getting in i'm not going to get into it right now but like you know when you have dreams that you want to pursue like really badly like i want to be like financially stable enough to pursue those dreams and i don't want to like emotionally burden a family for me not being there cuz i'm busy pursuing my dreams yeah, yeah yeah not that i not that not that i think i would do that but like i'm afraid that it might get to the point where i cannot differentiate what's the problem doing that what's or not the biggest priority? Yeah. um yeah i think that's a fair point that's that's actually a very fair point like i agree cuz that's why i don't feel like people who are no hate no hate to people who are are doing this by the way oh, but like, i don't really want to get married not maybe in my mid to late 30s to be honest if i'm being completely um, honest i only... like that there i'm not saying everybody should do that i'm just saying that's again that's my personal take on it because i don't feel like i'm i want to not say waste if i find the right partner then i find the right partner i guess but like i don't want to like hold myself down too soon if you get what i mean oh uh, 
Okay, so the thing is with that, I this is my personal opinion. Like, don't get me wrong. Wait. I think the best age to get married is maybe your thirties, like your early thirties, but not your late thirties. And the only reason why is because when your kids, you know, need money for education, it's harder. That's all, because you're gonna be retired soon. So you know, the their breadmaker, and not just sorry, their breadwinner, not just you, but like let's just say your wife. I'm not gonna say your wife is gonna be a housewife. I'm gonna say in this context, both of in, you are working. And I, in an ideal world, I would. I would one hundred percent become a housewife husband. <laughs> yeah, like I would. I I kind of wouldn't mind. Becoming I am. A I enjoy doing housework. I yes, I do the cooking. Yes, I do the cleaning. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't say I enjoy housework as much as you do, but if like if God literally comes up to me and goes, "Bro, either you work, and your wife becomes a housewife, or you become the house husband and your wife works," I would like, probably tell I my wife a... to work because like I want her to pursue her dreams more yes that same thing with me i i would really i really want to be like a stay-at-home husband even though that's like fucking lazy you know no no it's not lazy it's unpermissible in a religion i mean yeah but you know things can change here and there things can what the fuck no 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 no, no. i mean like <laughs> What what what, what people deem as like, what people deem as like acceptable or not can change. It yeah. base it it, it yeah. is based on times. I'm not saying that that thing is going to be permissible. I want to say could that I don't care. Acceptable. I don't care what people think. But I will say it's not it's not a good feeling when people talk shit behind your back. Uh, I know that firsthand. I was most of my high school years. Unfortunately, I mean that was both of our high school years, honestly. Um, yeah, no, because if I know you, per- if I know you personally, like it's a bit, I like I care a bit less because like I trusted you with that information, anyways. But like, if some fuck ass stranger just come, just like starts talking shit behind my back, <laughs> I will, I will, I would feel like violated to an extent. I mean, there are some Brazilian motherfuckers who at least don't show it on the outside, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've always said that, honestly, that this world is, you know, is very unfair and people aren't Because, like, there are, the there are some people who are, like, trying to take everything to social media, which I feel like is very... Unless it's, like, a very... Unless it's, like, a crime where you know you won't be backed up by anybody else except for your friends, then by all means, go to social media. But like, if it's just a simple squabble, please, for the love of God, don't, don't post that shit. Yeah, I've kind of... <laughs> like, not to, not to say don't express your feelings, but like, you know, try and tell your friends... What you what can shit. do is you can have a private account that is exclusive for only your close friends. Yeah, which is yeah, what I have. Close friends. Yeah, that's. I agree to that, but like, if it's like your main account, like, nah, I don't. Seriously, dude, like, you know, it. <laughs> How do you remember my? I'm not trying to say. Account? 
Do you remember my 2018 main account? It was just filled with a bunch of depressive quotes from me <laughs> the entire yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Fifteen-year-old 15 15 year earphones, welding. I was, I was, I was so broken. But yeah, and here's, I don't know. I've kind of okay. So this is what my friend Lukman told me. Uh, so Lukman was just like, oh, I haven't really been on social media much. I've, I've steered away from it. And I've honest, I honestly agree. I think social media is becoming more hollow and it's becoming more boring. No, it's just I don't, I don't even post on social media anymore. I just except Twitter. Huh? Except Twitter. That's that's just because I just want to like share snippets of people who are like kind of share the same interests with me. Whereas like, whereas like um, on Instagram or whatever. Those are just people I know in real life. I haven't posted since October last year. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, so yeah, I don't feel like I don't feel particularly inclined to go back, anyways. I'm only like just, I only like posted just so people because so just because people are asking like, "Are you dead?" Because I and I'm like, "No." Because I here's, here's a picture. Well, leave me alone. Because I feel like if people are truly worth contacting then they will find a way to contact you you know yeah yeah. i i think that's true um because like i'm not active on my first account and then like my my privates both on like um twitter and instagram like i do i used to post like a damn lot but like this month i've just been realizing that i've been posting way too much i care too much about what i post so i've just kind of like got kind of just re- reducing them out of I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a tool that can't be used properly it's just we, we need to stop caring about it too much it's it's so empty feeling whenever you see whenever you click on that icon it's so I would say nothing. TikTok is fun but it depends on your FYP I, I deleted TikTok because I don't know I, just, I feel like I've been spending way too much time on it, and that's obviously a me yeah. problem. But like, you know, for I'm doing what's best for me. I, for me, um, like for what I put out on TikTok is just, just me want, want me being dumb, and then the my FYP is just memes and stuff. But I'm not. I would say if I'm addicted to anything, it's YouTube. Because I like to. I don't play video games. I just games. put YouTube. And I like I to just watch put YouTube stuff. in the background while I do like mundane tasks, like doing like m- mathematics or stuff. I just put it in the background. I for, like, watch a nice. lot of like dissections of like old TV shows. Like re- right now, I'm watching Low Arts, um, Full Metal Alchemist, um, comparisons between the 2003 version, the Brotherhood version, and the manga. So I've been listening to that a lot. Um, before that, it was um, I would I would usually listen to Cosmonaut variety hour and you know his take on like you know bvs justice league and all that and then other dissections of other popular things i would that or things that i watch so yeah. yeah that's what i would usually put on but sometimes some i don't know recently i've been i've been watching a lot of sports especially the olympics not because of the 2020 olympics but i've been watching a lot of 2012 olympics it's probably because i was there when it happened so <laughs> I like no 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 big deal, right? It isn't a big deal, but I kind of it's probably like a nostalgic feeling because I was there when 
like the whole um, Usain Bolt and Johan Blake thing because they were like rivals, even though they're both Jamaican, and then they're in the final, and like who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? Uh, Bolt won, and then the two hundred meters came along, and people were like, "Oh, you, um, Usain Bolt probably can't make that turn in the two hundred meters because he's tall." Then Johan Blake can't do it because he's beefy. So it really depends who wants it more. And then like you know, Bolt won two hundred meters as well, and that was so cool. So I kind of watched all of that. Um, I'm not as good of a swimmer as Hadi. But I've been watching a lot of Michael Phelps as well. And, you know, I've been watching a lot of Andy Murray because, you know, he's my childhood hero in tennis. So I've been watching a lot of that on YouTube. I don't play video games, though. I played League of Legends a bit for, like, a, a month. Um, I played Genshin Impact last year. I quit. Then I rejoined again. I quit again because I can't grind games. The If I were to play video games, it's usually FIFA, Mario Kart, or Super Smash Bros. on my Switch. I don't really play anything else. I don't really watch. I I don't really play a lot of video games. I'm not a gamer. But I do like watching Hadi play. Uh, Hadi plays a lot of video games and he streams it on Discord call sometimes. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's fun. What's the game you've been playing recently? Um, is it, was it Portal? What? 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 Yep. It's Portal, right? Recently, that's relative, isn't it? Right? Like, recently to you, it's Portal 2, yeah? Uh, yeah? Okay, what, what are you yeah? playing now? Okay. What are you playing now? Oh, I finished Resident Evil 7, and yeah, it was a fun time. Oh. Do I don't get scared anymore. It's, like, I get jumpy because, like, my adrenaline's pumping because of, like, running out of ammo. But like, other than that, it's... Like, it's not scary itself. It's not scary. I don't. I rarely get scared by like films these days, like media in general. Oh, I've been trying to get into musicals as well. Um, I really, yeah. I really want to watch Hamilton. I haven't watched it. Do yet. it. <laughs> You've been telling me to watch it. Um, I really want to rewatch Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know. I really love it. I love the music. I love Ben Platt. Um, La La Land. La, would you? I wouldn't say La La Land's like a Broadway. But it's it's a musical still, and La La Land is yeah. actually really good. Like for those for those of you who don't think La La Land is good, I will murder you in your sleep. I <laughs> will murder you in your sleep. I will just feel sad. Um, I remember because this is a funny story in high school. Me and me Hadi and a friend of ours, uh, Alamin, we tried to watch it. We we were watching it with our friend's tablet, which had an OLED screen, and we watched it in like this place where you usually study, but everyone else was watching like a movie, and we just kind of watched something by ourselves. And it was so fun until um, one of our friends who was taking care of the room told us to get out. But, like, oh, that was so fun. And the movie's great. Like, you guys should... If you, have, if you haven't watched La La Land, it's really good, I would say. Um, What else? What else is, like, something I've been really wanting to watch? I heard the Lion King musical is also good. But I haven't watched that either. And I, I really need to watch that. Um, I mean, Broadway yeah, is fun. I mean, obviously. I think that's about that's about it from from me. I think. From you. Mm. Wow! I just realized like there's a lot of things that we're talking about, and there's a lot of things. I think we're learning so much this year, in terms of maturity, in in terms of ourselves. Yeah, of course. I mean, like. 
it's the grace period in between high school and being an adult. But yeah, that is scary though. Like, okay, I remember because you know I released that, um, the couples therapy uh episode on my podcast. Like, I know a month <laughs> ago, and yeah. there's already the next episode. There's uh, probably next week, I guess. Um. There's already a lot of things that I kind of either disagree. Disagree, with what I yeah. That's about that's called growth. Yeah, or like what I would elevate or what I change and what I would expand on. Because that's on. part of being human, right? It's admitting where we were wrong before. Even and like it was adapting like a month to ago. the choices. Hey, we you can be wrong before. I mean, like it doesn't. You don't need to have like a a, a certain time period for you to be wrong. Like you could be wrong like 15 years ago. You could be wrong like this morning. Yeah. And. Doesn't change the fact that you're wrong. <laughs> kind of scared though. Like starting uni and all that. Like, yeah. Gotta think of paying the bills soon. We're gonna have to think about working soon. I... I'm scared. So I'm scared of doing taxes. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how to do taxes and that scares me. I've never done tax. I need to ask my mom how to do taxes, honestly. One day, I was like, Mom, yeah. can, you, can you just like help me do taxes? Like, show me how to do it so like I don't struggle in the future. It's, it's, it's damn scary. We, we, I, we, I feel that we're so entitled as kids. Even now, I feel like sometimes I can get so entitled. I don't think, I don't think entitled is no, it's, word, it's like, I think. it's like, I can't wait to go to uni. Being a child sucks. Um, you know, no, being an no, adult is no, so no, f- no. it's going to be so fun. Those feelings, those feelings are still very much present. They're just transformed into like different things, you know. Yeah, no, I agree, but like, I find like, it... I'm not trying to say like what, what exactly what you wanted when you were like a a ten year old is what you want now, but that's still same type of want of like you want to go here because of this specific reason. You want to do this because of this specific reason. Because like some people value, uh, things like commodities. Hmm. So like, some people would rather value like freedom over, like stability. Stability. I would. Prefer... And some other people, vice versa. Because hmm. like, as much as I do want to move out, I want to be more independent. I want to be a bit more free. I want to be more controlling over my life. There is a lot, of. You know, the, the, there is a part of me inside that's like, bro, I miss being a kid and not having to worry about all this. It was just me in high school groaning and doing very simple work. And now I have to think about uni. I have to think about a job. Like, I'm going to be 20 in two years. Less than two years. Yeah. Like, damn. You, you're going to be 19 in less than half a month. In half a month? Less, less than half a month. Repeat yourself. You're going to be 19 in less than half a month. Sorry, less, less than half a slowly. year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> uh, 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 less than six months. Sorry. IELTS <laughs> 8.5. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. I'm just saying. I, uh, I think that's a good note to end on. Wouldn't you agree? Like one more thing existentialism one more thing dear Netflix it's coming out soon Hassan Minhaj what? the king's jester 
Like, I've been waiting for this comedy comedy show. I want it out on Netflix. Just saying. All right. <laughs> I think that that no finally concludes. No comment. <laughs> that finally concludes our session for today. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Growth. To like to wrap to sum up, growth is hard, but it's gonna be worth it. You know, eventually. Yeah. Eventually, one day we'll look back and like, ha, those those losers didn't know what growth is. You know. <laughs> those losers didn't know what growth is. <laughs> I bet you I'm gonna hate my 18 year old self when I'm older. Yeah, I will. I will. I would drown. I'm gonna drown my 18 year old self when I'm like 30. Like, what the fuck? What is the <laughs> fuck am I talking about? I don't know shit. What is this love? That's not how love works. <laughs> you don't know how love works. You're you're an 18 year old. Of course, you don't know how love works. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one being a lover uh, to a lot of people. Hopefully, these episodes are still up so I can listen to them and regret all my life choices. <laughs> Imagine if, like, we have kids and they see this. They're going to be like, oh, that's uh, fucking weird. Damn. You guys, you guys aren't any better, too, all right? You're going to regret your seven-year-old selves. You're going to regret everything you're doing for, like... You're going to regret everything, essentially. Oh, uh, right? I reg- that's it. I regret so much of my childhood. I would... I, although I enjoyed my time in boarding school, I... I still like wonder what my life would be like if I just went to like um, a day school. I think I would be less knowledgeable, honestly. I'm not saying because no, no, no. It's just because I was exposed to more things because I became a debater in high school. I don't think I, I would mean, have become a debater that, in high that school. Really if de- I was, that really, yeah. that really depends, isn't it? Though, because like my friends in day school, they're actively participating in like charitable like, fundraisers organizing events and that, that's not even run by the school there's ask the school hey can we do this yeah, yeah but so I, I don't feel like i wouldn't think i would do something like that like that's just not mm, okay i i see your point but yeah i'm so glad that i got to meet you though oh so cute of you yeah honestly so i would say one of the treasures of high school is hadi i would say i like this no joke i lived in a different like block from Hadi and there was just like one period of time where every single um weekend I would drag my mattress and just sleep next to Hadi's bed I, I would spend the weekend there and then like I'll have to heave it back and some some nights I would just come with with like my pillow and my blanket yeah. and I'll just sleep there or sometimes I'll tell Hadi to move over and I'll just like sleep next to him on the bed uh, yes two people on a on a single bed oh That's Hadi cool. hated it so much it was so cramped. <laughs> I know, but I always said I wanted the wall, and Hadi hated that. Like, I wanted the, the side of the wall, and you're just like, nah. And then I moved to, I moved to like his block, but a different dorm because there was no space in his dorm. So I just moved to like a floor below. But I did visit him. It was fun. Like I was, I would say Hadi is one of the biggest treasures of high school. We've we've been through thick and thin since form one, since we were thirteen. Yeah. And then he left and me and I was I'm 15. all the better for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like what do you mean I left you? You left me to become a prefect. <laughs> you left me in in like the only person in the debate team of our year. Don't don't right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Right. And even when I became a prefect, I made the cube like I made my cubicle pretty much yours. 
allergies. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I even I even gave you a bed. Okay. I even Strong gave you. An argument. I gave you a bed. I gave you a table. I gave you a chair. I gave you extension plugs. I gave you a phone. Ch- I gave you everything. Okay. <laughs> I literally said, "What's mine is yours." Alright. Okay. Uh, okay. So finally, we can do this for the last time. <laughs> One last time. I think that concludes our podcast for this evening. For for tonight. For for today. For whatever whatever time you're listening to this to. Um, dear Evian, water, please sponsor us. Alright. So, um. You know, as I've said multiple times, don't be scared of change. It's gonna happen anyways. You're gonna forget everything. That's it, alright? Okay, <laughs> before we go, I wanna say one thing before Hadi can say it. Fasten your seatbelts. Uh... <laughs>